Hey, welcome to the Daily Run. Running through Romans, we're in chapter two. I have to apologize for my last couple episodes because I did the exact two same two verses like two days in a row. Oh, I know. Can you believe it? Uh, for those of you that know me know I can talk about the same two verses for a lot more than two days in a row. But I want to keep moving. I don't want to be boring, and I don't want to be deading you. I almost said deeding a bed horse. No, beating a dead horse. Um, I don't want to be uh, carrying on and uh, jabbering, which I am currently doing. So let's go. Uh, verse 11, for there is no partiality with God. For as many as have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. And as many have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. And that's kind of where we were the last couple of days. Chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. Now he's going to kind of pick up from where he left off there. Well, actually, he didn't leave off. I left off. So let's go. 14. For when Gentiles, non, non-Christians, who do not, or rather non-Jews, I should say. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law, by nature, do the things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves. Okay, so this is kind of weird, but remember he's talking about there's no partiality for God, um, with God, between Jew and Greek. And so he's talking first about the Gentiles, what or what, what might be called the Greeks, um, the non the non-Jews. And so, uh, and the reason he would use that term Greek would be because he's writing to Romans who called themselves Greeks. So anyway, he's talking about those who don't have the law. So it'd be really easy for someone to say, well, I didn't have the 10 commandments. So how can I be held responsible uh, for the law I didn't have? How can God judge me according to the 10 commandments if I've never heard the 10 commandments? And it kind of, this kind of gets into that whole idea of what about those people in the jungle who've never heard God's word? How is God going to hold them responsible? And, and this is kind of what the verse you're going to pay attention to. He says, for when the Gentiles, when these people, who do not have the law, right? Okay, people who don't have the word, by nature, do things in the law. So even though they don't have it, they just naturally understand there's a right and there's a wrong. And sometimes they're going to do things uh, according to the law. They have a standard and they say, you know, don't, you shouldn't kill people. You shouldn't be a rapist. You shouldn't be a murderer. Um, you shouldn't steal. You, sh- you know, you shouldn't lie, whatever. Um Although they, they, although not having a law, are a law to themselves. So they have their own law, their own moral standard. Here's the crazy thing. I don't know if you've ever considered this. People who are not Christians, and maybe that's you today, or not Jew, not Jewish, which maybe that's you today, still have a moral standard. They still do. And even the ones who claim they don't have a moral standard and everybody should just be able to do what they want, or maybe they're an evolutionist who says we're just a result of, of random chance, they still have a law unto themselves. They still have a moral standard. And and so this is the thing that he says. He says, um, he goes on and says, they are law to themselves who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness between and between themselves, their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. So again, he's pointing out that they have this, this conscience within them. They, they have this thing within them that, that is bearing witness 
that uh, they're doing either right and wrong. And he goes on in verse 16, he says, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. And so he says, look, with the, they're going to be judged by their own by their own standard. This is, and this is wild because, you know, when we think about a lot of people out in the world here today that have rejected Christ's forgiveness, they've rejected the gospel. They've rejected the idea that they're a sinner and they cannot save themselves. They're not a good person. They can't be good enough. They need a savior. They've rejected that. And instead of said, I'm a good person. I can do it on my own. I don't need Jesus. I'm a good person. And again, when you talk to most people, man on the street interviews, and you say, do you believe in heaven? And the person says, yes. Are you going there? Most people will say either yes, or I hope so. And when it comes to why, well, I'm a good person. That's the usual answer. But what he's saying here is even by your own standards, you're not a good person. Even by your own standards, you look at other people who lie to you. And, and just think about that. The time someone lied to you in that betrayal that you felt when you knew like, oh, they just, that person, they have no zero respect for me. I can't believe they did that. Or when somebody says a hurtful word that just eats at you for weeks, maybe months, maybe, maybe years. And you think about how many times you've done those things and you haven't thought twice about them. You know, when you are held, when you're held up to your own self-righteous standard, you don't stand up under your own self-righteous standard. You excuse yourself because you know your motivations, you know your reasons, you know why you did what you do, you have your excuses. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, you've betrayed your own, your own law, you've broken your own standards, and by that standard, you're in trouble. And so again, Paul's going through this point, making this point that there's none righteous and he's going to get to that because again spoiler there's none righteous no not one and he's breaking down those people who say well i never heard the law i i i'm i'm a good person again you're not if that's a shocker to you today well good news good news the good news is chapter two is not the end of the book of romans hey we come to the good stuff uh we get to five six seven eight and we start talking about what we gain through the cross. So if you are not familiar with that, if you are one of those people and you're saying, man, I, I need a savior today. Well, don't, don't wait for me. Keep reading. You'll get there. You'll get to the answers and you will bless you. Uh, if, uh, if you're still asking questions, you're still wondering about this stuff. Well, tune in next time. Uh, same bat channel, same, that reference probably went over most of your heads, bat channel, same. Anyway, talk to you next time. God bless you. I love you guys. All eight of you or more. Hey, talk to you soon.